Hello and welcome to Covert Castaway. I'm Holly. Je suis Stéphane. Join us as we share what we learn and how we're making the transition to wingboard cruising. All right, all right, all right. Um, this week it is me talking to the microphone. Very, very weird to be talking to myself, especially since I haven't talked much in the last couple of weeks since Holly has been in Melbourne, Australia. Uh, I'm still in Tahoe, but um, I'm flying in a couple of days uh, to Melbourne to join her. So looking forward to that moment. So today I'm recording a podcast uh, to, to go over weather, navigation, routing, the equipment you need, and um, and try to uh, clarify a little bit of a few things to maybe uh, help with some of the confusion around all these uh, equipment and applications. We'll do another one and that will go into more details about the software that we chose for our Automia 52, but that will be a, a separate podcast. This one is kind of setting the context. Just to step back on our uh, Fontaine Peugeot Sauna 47, the equipment we had on board was a PepWeb router. We had the Iridium Go. We have the Garmin chart plotter. And then we had an iPad um, with uh, Navionics on it, the application Navionics. And we used, um, uh, we used the Iridium Go the first season. Uh, because we had some passages that were three to six days, I think the longest um, that we did. Uh, the second season was mostly coastal cruising, and we didn't reactivate Iridium Go uh, for that uh, for that season. Um, sailing from Croatia, Greece to Turkey, uh, we uh, we either had um, we were comfortable with the the weather uh, window. And also at times, um, because of the PepWave router, and um, so through the uh, cellular antenna, we were able to um, to get uh, when we were close to the coast. Assuming we were along the coast of the same country, we were able to pick up some cell coverage, and being able to um, to get some weather updates this way. So that's how we did it um, on our Sauna 47, the Garmin chat plotter and iPad Navionics. We will use both at the same time because they had different uh, nautical charts. The Navionics app is very user-friendly, so it was great to, uh, to, to set up a route. Um, the second season, Holly uh, took the time to input some uh, waypoints into the Garmin chart plotter. It works, but it's it's really not super user friendly. So for Automia 52, we're going to use the same equipment. We're going to still use the PepWave router. We're going to use the Iridium Go. Um, on Automer, the uh, chart plotter will be a BNG. Uh, we'll still have an iPad with some navigation charts on it. Not sure yet uh, um, which application we'll use, probably Navionics. And then that's where it kind of differs from uh, what we did in the past. We're going to uh, use um, a navigate, full navigation software on a computer. Um, so we decided to go with Octopus. Uh, which is the cruising version of uh, Adrena that is uh, being used by all the top French sailors. So uh, we're going to be using uh, Octopus on the Windows PC 
uh, at the helm. Um, we're going to um, use Squid, uh, which is basically a weather grid viewer um, that you can also do some routing on it. Uh, but we will use Octopus for that purpose. Um, and then you have different uh, forecast models that are available depending on your subscription with that. So, and it's integrated with Octopus. So when we want to um, set some parameters on what we want to download for grape files, we'll do that in Octopus and it will call directly the Iridium Go and we'll get the uh, grape files that way. So it'll be pretty uh, integrated and, and seamless, hopefully. Um, we looked at uh, Time Zero, we looked at Predict Twin. Uh, oh, I forgot. Yeah, we used uh, Predict Twin on our phones in the first season. So we looked at those, but we decided uh, to go with a uh, combination of Octopus and Squid. And like I said, we'll, uh, we'll do a separate podcast um, to really uh, explain why we chose that combination as opposed to uh, Time Zero. And um, since we'll have a, a PC on board as a main navigation platform, uh, we'll probably install OpenCPN, and that's an open source application. It's free, um, so that'll be a, a backup in case we have um, we have an issue uh, with uh, with Octopus for whatever reason. OpenCPN is um, is available. It's running on both Mac and Windows and some other platforms. So we'll definitely uh, have this as a backup on our uh, Mac computers. Like I said, so the main reason is we want to, um, at the, the direction, that's why we're going, uh, the direction we're taking here is um, uh, we like the fully integrated system. I mean, the Octopus will be connected to the NMEA uh, 2000 network. And like I said, it will be integrated with Squid. Um, everything will be, it will have our input in the information about the sales we have, and the kind of the limits of the sales. So it'll show when we're supposed to change to a different sale and stuff. So that'll be really like one piece of software where everything will be uh, viewable and, uh, and, and you can do all your planning in there. So that's like, to us, it's a major advantage. As we've mentioned before, we're not going with um, a symmetrical spinnaker. We're going with a Staysail, with a Genoa, and some asymmetrical spinnakers. So we, we really want to sail the boat the way it's intended to be sailed. And um, so that's where it starts to be interesting to use um, these type of applications because now you can uh, you can sell some angles and go um, uh, find some uh, wind shifts and, and stuff like this. So uh, we'll see over time if we continue to sell this way, but it's interesting to us. It's a way to become a better seller over the years. That's kind of the context for that, um, but we're going to step back a little bit. Uh, before we, we dive down into more of the details, I'm going to go over some, some categories, I guess, or keywords if you want. Um, and so to not uh, co get confused because some apps, it's very clear, they just do weather and some other apps combines weather and maybe weather routing and, 
and some others just do uh, navigation with nautical charts and they do route planning. So I'll try to break it down. And so it'll be helpful, I guess, for the rest of the this podcast uh, to at least know what, um, what we mean when we say um, we use certain words. Uh, so the first category is going to be like weather applications that uh, include uh, different forecast models. Basically, there are mathematical models to predict future conditions. When you're going to look at those apps, you're going to be wanting to look at uh, what forecast model comes with the app or what subscriptions they offer. And uh, based on the subscriptions, what models do you, um, uh, do you get access to? As a general rule of thumb, it's best to compare different forecast models and uh, and and so to see if they are mostly in agreement, then you have a higher level of confidence on the on the forecast. And then if they differ, then then that's when you need to start to um, to wonder. So you're going to be looking at this over time, over a few days uh, before you leave for a passage, for example, to to try to. Uh, um, attach a level of confidence with the forecast. What's important is also the resolution. Um, so you have a higher resolution forecast models. So they offer a lot more details, but it's also for a much smaller area. And if you have to download those files um, when you're away from land, uh, those files are like much, much bigger. But um, typically, if you're away from land, then you don't need the higher resolution. So uh, for an offshore passage, uh, you'll kind of blend uh, higher resolution files with lower resolution files. So the departure and the arrival, um, you'll try to download those higher resolution files. And then for the passage in between, then uh, you can use some lower resolution and some applications are able to, um, based on what you download, are able to kind of pick one over the other uh, to give you routing. That will depend also for this uh, forecast model of the geographical area that is, um, that is uh, where you're at or where you want to go. And, um, and then there are different models, so uh, some, depending, offers some better uh, results. So that's something that um, you can, over time, you can decide uh, what you see uh, fits better for uh, what, you, what you want to do. So that's kind of a high-level weather forecast models. Um, then you have another category, which is like navigation. So those navigation applications, they uh, like Navionics, for example, um, they offer uh, nautical charts. So you'll, you'll download, you'll pay for uh, charts or subscription and to get access to those uh, nautical charts. And then from there, you can do... Uh, your route planning and um, at different waypoints and modify them easily. Uh, Navionics has this cool feature where you just enter the uh, starting point, the end point, and then it will calculate uh, the route. Um, uh, and then after that, so it's it's great to have an initial baseline. How long uh, is how many nautical miles? How much time is that going to take? And um, and then of course you want to zoom in and then modify manually those those uh, automatic waypoints uh, based on the, how you want to um, uh, to sell. So that's the second category. The third one is weather routing. Um, so 
it'll take into account uh, weather forecasts that, uh, like grip files and then you can have different parameters like for example with uh, waves and polars and, and it will suggest um, a route that you can follow or multiple routes that you can compare. Um, so those are the major categories. So first we're going to talk about coastal sailing and we are going to make the assumption that weather nowadays is fairly accurate up to four days. Granted that um, there could be local events that happen that are hard to be forecasted. But that's the decision we made in the second season and it worked well for us to not reactivate um, the Iridium Go, even if we had it on board. Uh, we um, realized that we were going to do mostly coastal sailing with passages that were going to last maybe two days um, at the most and, um, and that we didn't need to get uh, updated creep files along the route. If, you, uh, if you're going to be in that configuration uh, for the, your sailing season, um, we're going to kind of talk about what we think is the necessary equipment as an entry level. Nowadays, with basically your smartphone um, with a tablet. Um, side notes, if you get an iPad, make sure you get the cellular version. It's more expensive, but um, um, bite the bullet and get it the more expensive version because it will come with the built-in GPS and, uh, and yes, you can connect it to an external GPS, but we had the second season, we had some issues. So uh, it's best to get that integrated into the iPad and maybe get a backup portable GPS that you can put into your ditch bag. And if you ever need to use it, then you can also uh, retrieve it. But that's all the equipment we think is, is necessary. Uh, from a weather uh, point of view, an app like Windy, um, and it's, uh, it's available on iOS, Android, and it's also available on, uh, in a browser. It's just weather data, um, but that's also uh, what gives you all the necessary information you will need. Uh, the, uh, the free version comes with a forecast for three hours, so that's a precision. Um, it comes with standard data, data so it's less uh, less forecasted models, and uh, and there are some limits of two updates per day. So it's best to get the subscription for the premium ver version. Then you at that time you get the one hour forecast. Uh, <clears throat> you'll get four updates per day, and the cost is relatively cheap. It's thirty dollars if you do a one year subscription. But if you sign up for a yearly subscription, it's just $19. So it's definitely uh, the way to go. Also keep in mind, uh, as you travel from country to country, um, they'll typically have a national meteorological services. Um, so it might not be in English, uh, but if you ask uh, for help for some local, uh, you might be able to save the link or knowing the app and how to get to the information. But that's a good uh, source of information. They, it's typically free, and, uh, and they obviously give some fairly accurate uh, weather forecasts. So that's, that's a good complement to, uh, to a weather app uh, you select. 
And then you have um, a navigation app like Navionics. Uh, there are obviously others. I'm mentioning the, the apps uh, that are the most commonly used among cruisers. Uh, Navionics is available on iOS, Android, and, uh, and you pay for the nautical charts uh, from your cruising area. So it's uh, it, it the price varies, but it's basically from twenty five dollars to like fifty five dollars. It, it has the route planning uh, option, uh, which is very user friendly, and then you have chart layers for depth, for sonar, and you also have some basic weather forecasts up to three days. But uh, it's best to get uh, a dedicated weather app. So with that, you would be uh, set. Um, at an additional, as a next level, you could add an app um, like PredictWin or Squid um, because then it will offer uh, some um, weather forecast models with also some routing options. So PredictWin is widely used, I think, uh, across the world, but uh, in Europe and especially in France, uh, uh, since we were there this summer, like a lot of people use Squid. And um, they both provide a similar type of information. Predict Twin is available on iOS, Android, macOS, Windows, and your browser. Squid is available on the same platform. I don't think they have a browser version. Um, they both have a free version, uh, but it doesn't come with weather routing. And then if you want to get the weather routing option, uh, so like for Predict Twin, just to give you an, uh, an idea of prices, uh, you can sign up for three months uh, with a standard version for $99. Uh, if you want to sign for the year, it's like $250. And if you want to get the pro version, it'll be like $250 for three months and $500 per year. So you can decide if you want, if you think it's worth for you um, to get this additional help uh, or not. Squid uh, is definitely a, an application that is worth looking into. It offers a lot of uh, features and the prices are pretty competitive compared to Predict Twin. So uh, if you want to get the weather routing option, you'll select what geographical area you're in. Uh, for example, so if you want, if you're in, uh, in Europe in general and you want some high resolution uh, forecast models, uh, you could sign up for a month and it will be 11 bucks uh, or like a year and it will be $38. Um, if you are in the Med specifically, in the Mediterranean Sea, uh, one month will cost you $22, a year will be $78. Uh, Caribbeans, the same thing, a month is $11, a year 38. Uh, you can also get like a full-blown satellite plus like the world um, forecast models. Uh, for one month, it will be 78. For one full year, it will be $333. So definitely uh, worth looking at this application. Pretty competitively priced and offers some very, very specific high-resolution forecast models based on some different geographies. For coastal sailing, that's all you would need. Now, if you're going to do some offshore sailing, and let's say you're going to be away from shore for more than three days, 
then it's uh, you need to start to consider adding some additional equipment. Uh, the basic one that most boats um, use is Iridium Go. So just to explain at a high level what Iridium Go is, it's basically a company called Iridium and you can go on the website iridium.com and then they have different products. But the Iridium Go device is the one that uh, mostly used by uh, cruisers and, and it needs four components to work. So you have the Iridium satellite network. So in order to communicate with the Iridium satellite network, you need that device, the Iridium Go device. Uh, then you need a smartphone or a tablet like iOS or Android uh, in order to connect to that Iridium Go device. And on, on that tablet or smartphone, you need to install applications. So those are the four components in order to get that satellite connection and receive the data you need. Um, you can connect up to five devices to that one Iridium Go device. The Iridium Go um, is, like I said, it's manufactured by, by Iridium, but it's being sold by many, many, many partners around the world. The one that cruisers gravitate to is uh, Predict Win because they offer also the Predict Win app. So I'll give you those prices as a reference, but you can also uh, shop around. Um, so the base unit for Iridium Go is a $900. If you want to get a marine package, uh, so in order to do a fixed installation, and uh, so that would mean you will put an antenna outside your salon. So that will be about $1,200. Once you have the unit, uh, what you need is to, that unit needs to talk to the satellites. And in order to do that, then you need to subscribe to an airtime plan if you want. Again, uh, you can buy those airtime plans from different uh, resellers. Um, here I'm going to give you the pretty queen airtime plans. Uh, but the first season, we ended up um, choosing some local vendor. They all package it slightly differently. So if you want to really uh, shop around, you can. But those are the prices um, as, a, as a baseline from uh, pretty queen. So you have a, a Go Basic, you have a Plus, and you have an unlimited version. If you're going to do um, coastal cruising, um, you will need at least the Go Plus. So that will uh, cost you $105 per month. The activation fee is uh, free, uh, but you will need to buy an Iridium SIM card for $10. And what's important uh, to keep in mind is you can activate and deactivate uh, the Iridium Go, but every time you deactivate it, that Iridium SIM card cannot be reused. So the, it's best to have a couple of Iridium SIM cards on hand because if you need to try to find them as you cruise or get them shipped, it's going to be complicated. So buy a few of those SIM cards and then you can deactivate the service, the service once you don't uh, need it. So I was talking about the Go Plus, uh, what it will give you. Uh, so there is like data, you have calls and SMS. And so on the data side, the Go Plus is going to give you 150 minutes. So that will be combined voice plus data. And, um, and then if you need more data after that, it's going to cost you 29 cents per minute. So after you, the 150 minute bundle expires. With Iridium Go, you can make some calls. And um, so for inbound calls, it's going to be free to you. 
but the calls um, to the Iridium Go are going to be charged to the caller at rates of the local provider. And then if you want to make calls, outbound calls, um, it's going to cost you um, a dollar uh, and nine cents per minute if you call the landline or cellular or like a voicemail. If you call another Iridium phone, it's going to cost you less. It will be 65 cents per minute. And, uh, and then if you call some other satellite's phone, it'll be uh, quite expensive. It'll be uh, $10.49 per minute. You can also uh, send and receive SMS. For this plan, inbound and outbound SMS are, are free. Uh, that's included in it. So if you're going to do coastal cruising, that's probably a good uh, airtime plan to look at. If you're going to do some ocean crossing, you definitely need to go with um, Go Unlimited. Uh, it'll cost you $140 per month. You'll get uh, with this Go Unlimited 150 minutes of voice, and then you'll get unlimited data minutes. So that's quite important because if you want to download a lot of um, grip files, then, then you can just download as many as you want. So the, all the data minutes, that's basically weather download, that's email, uh, this type of uh, content. For the uh, inbound calls, same thing, same thing, it's free to you. Uh, for outbound, it's the same price as the Go Plus plan. And for SMS, uh, they are free. You can also send and receive uh, as many SMS as you want. So, so you got the device, the Iridium Go. You got your airtime plan that you subscribe to. And the next step is um, to add apps and connect them to Iridium Go. So the, uh, the basic one is going to be the Iridium Go app. It's, uh, the vendor is Iridium. It's available on iOS, Android. And from this app, you'll be able to connect to Iridium Go and do the voice calling we were talking about using your smartphone or your tablet. Uh, you'll be able to send uh, SMS uh, text messages uh, from there. Uh, you have some other options also. You have um, or features. You have an SOS alert. You can activate emergency SOS. You have some GPS tracking, GPS location. You can send quick GPS information. And obviously, you can download weather uh, forecast. So that's that's definitely the, the base app to install. Uh, you have another one that is provided by Iridium, and that's Iridium Go Mail. Um, so you'll be able to compose emails uh, offline, and then you can queue them. And then when you connect to Iridium Go, they're being sent. Um, and you can also access weather forecast models, also grid files that you request through email. So another app that you definitely need to install. If you are going to use Predict Twin, you'll need to download the, the offshore uh, app. Um, so that is available on iOS, Android. You can also get it on macOS and Windows. And that they'll give you weather data, including grip files, weather routing, and departure planning. And it'll give you some um, uh, satellite imagery and stuff like this. There is another app that uh, we haven't used called BySky Online Chat. So if you wanted to, to chat with another individual or do a group chat, um, you, could, uh, you could download this, this, um, this app and have it connected to, um, to Iridium Go.
next equipment piece of equipment that you could consider and that's the direction that we're taking is uh, to use to have a computer on board a dedicated computer for the whole navigation planning that you want to do um, so what's uh, important to keep in mind for a computer is uh, it's best to have a uh, computer with an ssd um, drive like a solid solid state drive it's better than a hard drive because they're moving parts with a hard drive also better to have a computer that is uh, that doesn't have a fan uh, i know it sounds a little counterintuitive as you go into warm places uh, but the fan will bring uh, salty and humid air through the computer and all the electronic parts and um, it won't last as long the monitor um, something we all want bigger and bigger monitor is something just to keep in mind is the uh, is the power consumption uh, the bigger the monitor is the computer will allow you to do is to run applications like octopus or time zero that i talked about earlier so the at this point you get a really full integration between the weather the forecast models the navigation the routing um, it connects also to your boat data and um, so through the, through the network. You don't have to go to your weather app and you don't have to go to like the uh, navigation app and everything is in one location. And so that's compelling to us. Most applications are on Windows only. Uh, there are some applications that are available on Mac. Uh, if you want to check it out, that will be SquidX or Luck Grim. Um, they don't offer as many features as applications like Time Zero and Octopus. So it's a choice. If you have a Mac, you have some options. You can install um, a parallel desk desktop. And what it will do is, um, it's basically a hardware virtualization for Macintosh computers. So you're able to run Windows applications on it. Uh, keep in mind that standard version is $99 and the Pro Edition is uh, $120 per year. Um, it might also not always be reliable. I um, heard different stories about this. So the other route uh, that is free, uh, it's Bootcamp. So if you have a Mac computer, it's already installed on it. You'll need to set it up. Uh, and then what it does is uh, it transforms your Mac computer into a Windows computer. The, uh, the only drawback is you will have to basically restart your computer. You can start it with uh, Mac OS, so you can start it with Windows. So that might be a little inconvenient to you, um, but those are the options. And... And the last option that most boats nowadays come with will have one chart plotter, uh, but I think a lot of boats also um, now bypass the chart plotter. We are having one uh, that will be in the cockpit. Um, it's We're okay to have it as redundancy. We'll have a BNG uh, chart plotter. Uh, it'll give us another version of uh, charts that we can um, uh, cross-check with other application. You can do some simple route planning with waypoints, but it's just uh, not user-friendly compared to, to apps or computer. 
Um, it's great because it's connected to the boat network. So you see all the data on the network and uh, obviously you don't have any weather information on that, uh, but you get your AIS, you get your radar information. So those are the, the hardware, the pieces of equipment you can add based on your cruising plans. Um, so the navigation software, I'll, uh, I'll talk a little bit uh, about this in a subsequent uh, podcast where I'll go more into details about squid and octopus and that's why we chose those applications uh, over uh, time zero of a predict win. Um, for the podcast today, some of the data, uh, I'll uh, create a blog. And so if you go check sailingawen.com, uh, you can go retrieve that information. Um, feel free to send us questions at sailingawen at gmail.com. If you like this podcast and you want others to be able to, um, to easily find it, the best way is to give uh, a rating and your preferred application, podcast applications. Give us five stars and, and then um, they'll um, um, put the podcast up and for other cruisers to, to find Thank you very much. Next podcast, hopefully uh, I'll get uh, Holly back since we'll be together again. And uh, it'll be uh, a little bit more fun to have a dialogue around different topics we want to cover as opposed to me uh, talking to myself in front of a computer. But um, that's it. Uh, bon vent. Thank you for listening. If you like this podcast, please subscribe, like, or share with another covert castaway. Fair winds for now. Fair winds for now.